Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. You're listening to This Morning with uh, Stacey and Daryl and usually Morley, but Morley is off until Friday, taking some much-deserved vacation time. Maybe, you know, heading out to some local restaurants. Yeah, staycationing. Staycationing. Having snacks. Yeah, or possibly even renting a hotel. We've done that with uh, our kidlet a couple of times, especially over her birthday, where they can go swim and yeah. have a, like a rowdy sleepover with her, <laughs> with her kid, with her kids, with mom in the room because <laughs> I sleep in the spare room. To the person next door, you're hoping for not too rowdy a sleepover, but you know stuff happens. Uh, but obviously, it, it could be on a, on a staycation or for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It's nice to pop out and have uh, you know go out for for a few beers, go out for for dinner and restaurants. Yep. I think a lot of people are sort of picking and choosing how many times they do that now because it has become more expensive. So there's a catch-22 to that. You want to support the great local restaurants that you have. Some people just can't afford to be going to them all the time. So that adds to the angst for the business owners and their employees as well. It can be an awful lot of angst in our world these days. But I I don't think um, in terms of mental health of our our hospitality and food workers, I don't think it's, it's new. I think no, it's been there for right. a really long time, and ways. it's well documented. Uh, celebrity chefs, those those sort of people you've watched, uh, some of them, and some of their decline. Anthony Bourdain, of course, uh, uh, comes to mind. Uh, Stephen Brochu, he is uh, he's a chef, owner of Milk Crate, and I think some other properties in uh, the Citadel Theater as uh, as well. So we'll talk to him a little bit about that. He started actually uh, an organization helping local workers with their mental health, and he joins us on the line. Good morning. Stephen. Good morning. Thank you very much for having me on. You bet. Uh, give me an idea. If, if you haven't been in this industry, what kind of mental health challenges are we talking about here? Well, just like any field, uh, the hospitality industry has pretty much the exact same problems that every other industry has, whether you're a doctor, a radio host, uh, uh, a lawyer, a cop. It's all the same thing. Everyone's got addiction. Everyone has depression at some various levels, and everyone has mental health. The challenge in hospitality is that there's just no money or funds or anyone really talking about it and relating it to us and the people that work at it. For instance, uh, someone making a six-figure salary can afford the option to go to rehab or therapy or pay into a benefit package. A minimum wage 17-year-old going through maybe a drug addiction or even just a bad breakup with no funds and no safety net, it leads to a really bad uh, cycle that uh, can unfortunately just really bad habits on the line. But there are some differences between the hospitality business and other businesses, access to alcohol. And you guys, when we get Christmas off, you guys all have to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all the restaurants and hotels are open. Opposite. Yeah, we're like we're not the nine to five crowd. I mean, there are breakfast cooks and pastry chefs, but the majority of us are in there working holidays, working weekends, working late nights, and that's when alcohol starts to show up, and also harder substances as well, especially these days, where pills are starting to become a bit more to the forefront and more popular, which is a horrifying thing. Um, and yeah, it, it is 
it's strange because it's a whole bunch of 20 year olds and young people exploring this industry with no real guidance. Uh, what do you what do you think people can do to to help out if they want to help out? But for the most part, if I'm going to a restaurant, I think you'll understand that it's it's an escapist moment for me. So I'm not going there. And how can I help somebody else? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna help myself to my fries. Thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. And like, and you deserve that. You you should have. You should be able to relax because that's what it's called. That's hospitality. Like mm. we want you to feel good. And the last thing we kind of want on some level is for you to be thinking about us because that's not our job but i mean there are some things like when uh you know sometimes there's an urge to buy the kitchen around a beer i mean that's a really nice gesture and it's kind of fun but also it's now associating hey guys like we just crushed this tuesday night dinner service let's all have a beer in the walk-in and that's associating uh a good job with alcohol and then that'll lead to a mediocre shift with alcohol a bad shift with alcohol and then you start this relationship that becomes very toxic. And then the worst part is that all these cooks that had that one moment will go off to other jobs and continue that habit. So it's, it's a vicious cycle. So for you as a guest, you know, just ask your service, like, do you like working here? What's the kitchen like? Like there's other ways you don't have to like be a detective and take everything on your, on your shoulders here, but there's, there's things. Uh, you know, by the way, I don't think I've ever thought, oh, I'm going to buy everybody a beer. That's been showing up on menus, hasn't it, as, as an option? Yeah, and I would much prefer restaurant owners that do that. Maybe instead of doing that, write down, like, hey, contribute to our staff yoga fund, or maybe just <laughs> yeah. the owner privately pays the staff a living wage or anything like that. You mentioned ask the server, you know, what's like working there or what's the kitchen like. How are you supposed to respond to any answer you get? I, th- I find that that would be kind of a, a weird question to ask. Yeah, the kitchen's uh, filthy, dirty, and I hate it here. Oh, oh <laughs> and, thank you very and, much. And they, and they <laughs> don't pay us all out of our tips, and yeah. I, I don't know what I would do with that information. Well, I mean, what, what would you do? Because like, you, uh, you kind of sit there and then not come back at the end of the night, or that can change exactly how you, things play out, or an email to the owner or general manager could help. Uh, or just say nothing and just never go back or tell people in your circle, like, oh, yeah, we had this like, really strange moment with the server out there where she talked to us about the rapid sexual abuse that's happening in the restaurant. Like, these things do matter on some small levels, and they do change people's habits. And if that restaurant becomes slower and slower and doesn't change, then... That's the messenger sending. Uh, I've seen many times people say, you know, I judge uh, what I think of somebody based on how they treat, say, a server in a restaurant or anybody in a, mm-hmm. in, in a hospitality or service industry. Uh, that's really what it boils down to is just being being decent. You don't have to get into yeah. their lifestyle. And I don't, no. I don't think for the most part they're too busy to get into a long chat anyway. But you just simply be respectful and recognize people trying to do a job. Absolutely. And especially as we approach holiday uh, dinner services here for a lot of people, there's a lot of Christmas parties, a lot of pressure coming up, both on the service side and the cook side and the guest side. Like everyone's just, as you were saying at the top of this, this segment, there's a lot of angst in the air. You can feel it. The Siebel loans are coming up. Like there's a lot of pinches on a lot of businesses right now. And it's uh, just be nice, be kind. Yeah. If if we do have a problem, though, if there's something with our meal or the service is really terrible, uh, how do we handle that as a customer? Well, I mean, 
putting anything on Twitter is not really the best move right now, but there are like polite ways to go about giving negative feedback to a, a restaurant or a bar. Just like, hey, like quick little email off the owner. You're going to get a much more positive uh, uh, conversation out of a private email conversation or private phone call or even just a private conversation in the restaurant than you would to like roasting them on Yelp or Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, that, to me, that's always been, and I actually don't do it, but that would be a last resort. If you bring up something to the manager and if you get blown off or your concerns yeah. are, or if you, you got to rec- you got to have some self-awareness about whether you're being reasonable or whether you're being a jerk too, right? Uh, but I, no, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that until I'd gone through the other steps first. Absolutely. And like, there is a lot of power in me. Like, you know, I could blow you up on Reddit right now if you really wanted me to, but we're not going to do that because we're all adults right now. And if the situation devolves, then I can't stop anybody. Did you set up a, a mental health organization or an organization to help so, uh, local? So workers? we have something through our, our little company that's called Milk Crate Listens. And it's a online portal part of our website that you can ask us anonymously questions about the hospitality stresses that you're facing or just anything related to mental health. And we have some mental health first training on our side as well. And we're able to help guide some people that reach out to us through what they may be going through or at least help direct them towards uh, services that could be beneficial for them. And then we also share some of that information with everyone's consent on our Instagram. And every Thursday or on Thursdays, we try and like highlight this information and frame it for hospitality workers because there aren't a lot of motivational posters for kitchens or mental health information for kitchens. But for us, uh, it's just a nice way to angle that towards them. That's a good idea because there's lots of hygiene posters and those sort of things, yeah. but but not uh, directly identifying mental health issues and, and where you can seek help. So, yeah. All right. Thanks, Stephen. I really appreciate it. And I did mention it off the top. Uh, you're adding a lot of stress to your life. Are you expanding Milk Crate or what are you doing? <laughs> we, uh, we are expanding. We've got something that we're just wrapping up right now as a project, but we have more information coming soon. But it the thing that we're working on is in the Citadel, and it's going to be exciting. All Very right. Cool. There's a heads up. There's a bit of a tease yep. there. Stay tuned. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Stephen. Thank you both very much. This is great. All right. Take Thanks, care. Thanks, Stephen. Uh, Stephen Brochu, uh, chef and uh, owner of Milk Crate. Soon to be more, I guess. <laughs> we'll yeah. find out what's down the road. Uh, Citadel. Maybe I said too much. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Stacy. thanks. Thanks, thanks, Stacey. Way right. to go. Yeah. Um, actually, Stephen, I've talked to him a couple of times before. He takes cookbooks, and he goes, and he gets through every single recipe. So it has to be a pretty good cookbook, probably, yeah. with some accolades, a pretty solid chef as well, um, dependable recipes, accessible recipes. And he goes, he goes through an entire book. He's done it a couple of times kind of, now. Kind of a cool way to expand your horizons. It would take a little while. Yeah, at least there's, you get rid of unpredictability. You know what you're going to eat. It has to be in this book. It takes him a year to get through it. It's not like he's Absolutely. eating it every day. But uh, Well, and that's great. It takes one of the most uh, divisive conversations out of the, uh, the, the, the household. Out of the household. Oh, what do you want to have for dinner? I don't know. What do you want to have? Page seven. Bam. Flip. Off we go. Love it. Sure hope we have the stuff in the house.